Welcome to this week's Nerdables. This week we are talking Arrow coming to an end, Idris Elba replacing Will Smith, Bob Iger says all the Disney princesses are coming, Mark Hamill slams Star Wars, Star Wars Land is opening, Lord of the Rings will be in the second age, and we say goodbye to Airwolf. I'm R.A. joining me here, Chris first and off, Ethan. <laughs> first off, the, the, the first line is wrong. Which line? It's like, welcome to Nerdables. You're like... Welcome, nerd bulls, whatever it was. And Bob Iger doesn't need to be a part of the... The Disney the princess is no, coming? he doesn't need to be a part of the Me Too movement. So. <laughs> it's bad enough Jess Bezos is going to lose most of his money for... Yeah. ...banging the chick that used to be on KTTV in the morning. Now Bob so, Iger, um, 83, good job. Well, actually, no, they just changed his package, didn't they? Oh, yeah, he changed his package. Yeah, yeah, changed his package. Well, when he got yeah. all the Disney princesses coming, they yeah. changed his package. And I was like, hey, maybe we should not do this because they reduced something based on a Fox deal or something. Like yeah. That. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, that wasn't one of the 45 topics you just threw out there. So, The Fox deal? No, the, the Bob Iger's package? compensation package yes. has been adjusted because of the Fox deal. Well, he's also staying on a little bit well, longer. No, that was, that, that's older news. But last week or this week or whatever, they had said that... Something something was changing in his compensation package uh, because of the Fox deal. I think it was he's getting less because they're paying more for Fox than they thought or something like that. I don't gotcha. Know. I didn't look into it as much. It was more of like... I know the Fo- a, they're saying the Fox deal is supposed to ra- be wrapping up by the end of this month or something. Yeah. So I figured we'd wait on all Fox. I'm surprised you didn't put the, uh, this, the Galaxy's Edge news in there. I just did. I said Star Wars Land is opening. Oh, did you? There was 45 of them in there. I didn't, I didn't pay attention. It was right after Mark Hamill slammed Star Wars. Well, he doesn't, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, so Arrow, we, which is so odd, not odd, but timing-wise odd, that they announced this week that it's coming to an end when last week we were just discussing Arrow needing to come to an end. Yeah, CW executives listen to the show. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> There's a lot of people that listen to this show, apparently. <laughs> just don't, that just they don't acknowledge advice. it. <laughs> that don't show up in the listens, and yet also... <laughs> well, it shows up in the listens, but they just don't comment. They just take the shit and run. Look at that, right off the bat. I know. I, can you tell I'm a little bit agitated about that? Uh, so anyways, Arrow. It said something... I, the first thing it said ending after season 8, then something was Stephen Amell said after season 10... He might have gotten confused because it's ten episodes, yeah. right? And I, I watched the video, and he, he said season ten. He after he said it, it, season ten will be ten episodes, and that'll be it. Right. I'm paraphrasing. Um, but it's actually season eight. It's season eight. Yeah. I believe so yes, I, I I lost track of the seasons, so I wouldn't have been surprised if it was ten. If I don't remember how long ago. It's been a while. It's, it's been it's been on for a long time, and then today or yesterday, Grant Gustin went on. Instagram and shared a picture of him with Stephen Amell and yeah. talked about, you know, he hadn't really had time to process this because, you know, it's so quick and he's already up there shooting or whatever or whatever he's doing to, uh, to, to uh, finish up the season. He's, he's finish up the season for Flash and he was talking about the fact that, you know, this started it. Yeah. This is if there's no Arrow, there's no Flash, there's no mm-hmm. Supergirl, there's no Legends of Tomorrow, there's no. Uh, Ages of Shield, really, into a certain degree, you can you can argue that idea because it was sure. Arrowverse. The Arrow, 
the, the Arrow put the idea into other people's heads that a superhero show weekly for a full season could work on network TV. Do you think, well, I think more of Smallville did that. In the modern sense. Yeah, Smallville's been off the air for, what, ten years now, too. Yeah, but Smallville ended, and then Arrow started like a year or two after. Did it? It was pretty close after. I think it was that close, but... But it's still, for what we're seeing on TV now... Sure. Arrow was the one that built it. Smallville had no connections. Smallville didn't have all these different shows that are making... Obviously, Superhero TV's been on for a while, but... Arrow that but to create its own universe on multiple shows and that type of thing. So he talked about that and the fact that as he said, like I almost never get to see Steven because we're both working on this show right for nine and a half months out of a year. And then the crossover episodes, he was talking about like crossover episodes are hundreds of hours of filming Mm -hmm. at breakneck pace as we're trying to do four episodes in like two weeks or whatever. And then he finished it. He's like, so. Can we be friends now? (laughs) Can we see each other once more? So yeah, yeah, they're ending with a short season. Uh, it's interesting to me because there's been rumors, which are probably clickbait more than anything, that Supergirl make it cancel. Right. And um, Legends. Uh, Black Lightning. Black Lightning. Which Black why. Lightning so far has been completely separate. Yeah. It's in the same vein. Right. You, know, you wouldn't be surprised to see them at some point. Imagine it probably takes place in the same universe, but right. And you also you you have another show coming, and as I've been in in Batwoman, and I've said for a while, kind of make the joke that the CW is going to have two hours of they're going to have ten sh- or uh, fourteen shows, and it's just mm-hmm. their two hour block of prime time for all seven days is going to be DC, right? But ostensibly they can't do that, and so you've got another show coming. When he said ten episodes, I figure that's where Batwoman will come in as a mid-season replacement yep. and slot at the wherever Arrow. Which was. I think they should do that anyways. You know, you use your crossover event to cross over your first, you know, your your first half of season block of shows to the second season block of shows. You know, so it's like well, that's what I said. You after, have September. When or, I said the, after the crossover, after the the. What was this one? Dimension X, right? Something. No, uh, Elseworlds. Well, Elseworlds was the mm-hmm. season. Because um, he keep wanting to say Crisis, but Crisis is next. Crisis is next, yeah. After the Elseworlds one, I said I really wished that they would either combine Flash and Arrow, or at the very least, make 10, 11 episodes of Arrow, and then 10, 11 episodes of Flash. Right. 10, 11 episodes of Supergirl, 10, 11 episodes of Legend. So you really only have, you have four shows, but they're only two full seasons. Yes. So that and, and that was I thought was the best thing for them to do because then you don't have to. Every season of Arrow ends up being sort of the same thing. There's that big bad that's there for the whole mm-hmm. season, and Flash is the same way. Instead of doing, you know, Damian Dark or whatever as a whole season, watching that 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 was like the last season that I watched completely, and it was just like half of these episodes are worthless yes. because. He has to disappear into the background for a little while. Whereas something like, let's say, Daredevil, the first season of Daredevil, that's, what, 10 episodes-ish, somewhere around there? 13. 13. Is all Kingpin, because there's 13 episodes about the, the Kingpin. Right. You know, and you get the, the, the hand really quick, and you get the fights or whatever, but it's all, it's tangentially connected to Kingpin. It's got to be, Arrow has to drop it completely. Well, they have with, to have like, filler episodes. The, we- the Weather Wizard shows up again for some reason. Yeah. And then the very end, it's you go into Damien Dark's boardroom and he does, you know, he's like, I bought Stark Tower or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Quinn Tower and I'm going to blow it up. 
And so it just, if you're going to do that, instead of, or do two villains a, a season or whatever, but Flash got interpretable to me because well, we went through the Savitar season going, the whole season should be about this fact that you're trying to stop this person that he sees this future of, of killing his, his soon-to-be wife. And then in the middle of it, they just have to stop because yeah. you can't fill 20-odd episodes with it versus Savitar would have made a great 10-episode arc. Right. I mean, you could have had so much to do with him training and trying to find new allies and what Savitar was already doing. Mm -hmm. And it just, for 22 episodes, it doesn't work. S.H.I.E.L.D. had that problem, too. Well, remember, I was just going to say, remember after the first season of Agent Carter, which was 8 to 10 episodes or something. I think it was 8, yeah. The writers slash creators of S.H.I.E.L.D. said, we wish we could have that small schedule. It makes it so much easier for us to tell a story. We don't have to fill in these extra episodes. We don't have to do all this, you know, smoke and mirrors to get around or to our story. We just cut the fat and we tell our story. Well, the problem also with the first and third seasons of Shield is that it had to tie into something else. Right. I mean, I, I still tangent time. I still can't understand why Disney greenlit that show, knowing Winter Soldier was coming. Yeah. Because the whole first three quarters of that season are are a waste. Yeah, it doesn't connect anything. It rather would have where they were at in season two, with this group of characters in a, in a uh, motel or whatever, being like, "Hey, Shield doesn't exist anymore. We don't know what to do." That would have been a great first season. Yeah, of this idea of they tried to rebuild, rebuild Shield, Shield, or, or yeah, if if Fury had shown up in episode three, you know, and oh God, if they only if they were going to use Coulson, if they could have kept Clark Gig's involvement a secret, would have been fantastic. You have that first episode. Mm-hmm. These characters are introduced to you. Use some of the names that you know from other places. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of who's the other. There's like a Quartermain. There's like the agent that kind of comes in and right. out. The Marvel one. Like if Clay Quartermain was was the head of it, and you use Mockingbird, and you use this, and this well, you is can the even team use that's kind of there. And then Maria the, Hill the for end a while. of the the end of the episode, Coulson shows up. Oh, it would have been. That would have been amazing. Yeah. And it would have been we're going to rebuild Shield. And yeah. a couple episodes later, you realize that he's been in contact with Fury. Right, and Fury has been telling him that you, I need you. You're the only person I trust. You, you're the one that's going to rebuild. That's why I while they're being back. chased, yeah. yeah, while they're being chased by, uh, they always had it being the Air Force, and it never made any sense. I know it wasn't it, the general from the Air Force. It was the right? general from the Air Force. I was like, it should have been the CIA, right? Because the CIA should have this in the in the sort of real world fake world of Marvel. As soon as Shield goes down, the CIA is going to be like, yes, it's our turn again. <laughs> This is, oh yes, there we go. That would have been perfect. But. Or it could have been the re- re- remnants of the Hydra shield. I don't know, I just like the idea of the CIA thinking that all of them are Hydra. Oh, yeah. They could have made the CIA the, the good guy, bad guy, in the sense yeah. that they're trying to protect America's interests, because ostensibly S.H.I.E.L.D. is an international organization. Right. Because they do have a world council. And the CIA saying, if, if the S.H.I.E.L.D. exists on American soil, you just crashed a helicarrier into Washington, D.C., got a hundred people, you know, hundreds of people killed, we're going to hunt down everyone who has any affiliation to S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. While Coulson's trying to take this team to do the right thing and find these bad guys and find the remnants of Hydra and yada, yada, yada. But, no. I mean, we got, we got a, a terrible CGI flying car, one of the dumbest things I've ever seen, where they invite Brazilian soldiers onto their plane before vetting them. They turn yeah. out to be bad guys. Worthless acting oh the action sequences when they were in graviton's villa or whatever yeah i still remember that week watching the blacklist and that like back to back and the blacklist had this great fight on a on a unfinished you know like a skyscraper that was being built 
and it was really exciting and it was awesome with all this you know crazy stunts and, and fighting and everything and you've got Just her running through the worthless. villa in the water and she, yeah she jumps into the pool and it it looked like the old uh when they did um uh uh keith carradine came back in in that that kung fu thing it was it was, it was kung, kung fu. fu right yeah, yeah. He was so terrible. Continues. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It was like it was filmed at third one third speed. You know, oh like, yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> martial law with Sam Hung. My I don't dad, know how that guy's a martial artist. My dad loved that show, Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. I remember watching the that new one, the the, the, sec- the second the most, generation. Yeah, I yeah. guess the one with David Carradine still. Well, they're both with David Carradine. Yeah. I think there was Kung Fu. There's Kung Fu in the seventies, right? And, and then there was UPN Kung Fu, had Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. Continues. Yeah, which was ass. <laughs> but you, but Kung it, ass. half that team in the original was just it was horrible. So it was Shield, and luckily, so I mean, boring. we already know that they have this. They still have this season to do, which is coming out either in as a summer replacement or something. Which is the smartest thing they could have ever done is hold off and leave it till after Endgame. Let Endgame play out. That way, you don't have to have any ties to it. And then, or feel like oh, yeah. you have to have any ties to it. The the season where they sort of reestablish Shield. This is we're all talking about Arrow. Yeah. No. Where they sort of reestablish Shield when they're in that bunker or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the whole storyline of Coulson keeping the secret, you had to find out what it was in Age of Ultron. Right. Because he had a he had a helicarrier. Right. And then this the the episode after is everyone looking like oh that was a oh scene. that was it okay. Mac nearly tried to kill you because he thought you were working for Hydra or whatever. Right. And it's just, oh, you had a hell carrier. Cool. Hope you saw the movie last weekend or else this episode <laughs> makes zero sense. Yep. I hated that. I thought it was the stupidest thing. If, yeah. they, if, they, if they started after Winter Soldier, they could have two solid seasons that didn't have to connect to anything. Yeah. It was just them rebuilding. Yeah. And then go into whatever was after that. Yeah. And, of course, they got mixed up with the Inhumans, and it was just a lot yeah. of bad decisions in that show. Oh, totally. <laughs> and also, anytime they had a decent Hydra villain, they killed him within an episode. Yeah, it's real stupid. <laughs> but Whitehall was a great villain. Whitehall was a great villain. They killed him uh, when they had um, uh, not Baron. Who was? Gosh darn it! The monocle. He was in the end of Strucker. 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 Yeah. They, didn't they kill him in the show? Yeah. Right, because they didn't kill him in Age of Ultron. They killed him in the show, didn't they? Off camera. Yeah. Yeah. How stupid is that? Yeah. That feels like the actor was like, no, wait, I don't want to do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's so dumb. Yeah, they, filmed him, they killed him in show, off camera. Anyway. Um, so Arrow but, yeah, Arrow, is, but see, Arrow's it, gone through the same problems. Of, oh, Arrow's gone through the same problems with all of them. Yeah. That's a, you, you, Arrow's had every single one of those characters die like four times and come back. And this series... The, 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 the betrayal of the team, the betrayal of it, the back and forth with Felicity, having the evil... Uh, Katie, come on, not Katie. Uh, why can't I remember? Katie Cassidy is the actress. Yes, Dinah. Dinah. Uh, Black Laura. Canary. Lauren. Lauren. Laura. Laura. No, no I, it's isn't Laura Dinah. It's whatever. Laura. No, it's uh, but just, yeah. Yes. It's just kind of no, recycle the same it. things and then. Well, even this last episode was basically Laurel. In, Laurel, because because it's Dinah Laurel Lance. Yes. that's what it is. In it's took place in the future with. Felicity's daughter and and what? Oh yeah. Oh. And and and, and uh, well, that's the other problem. So they're doing it. They're doing it. The worst thing they ever did was have him have a kid because those storylines are ass. Well, now, that but was that was it. That was it was her daughter and his son in the future with Rory. 
in a bunker, and they're trying to find Felicity. And so you have the they have that storyline going on at the same time. The Flash now has the future daughter back. Yes, it's just like all these mirror things. The shows did not differentiate themselves. Although this past week of uh, of Flash was Killer uh, Killer Shark King Killer Shark King Shark versus uh, Grog. Yeah, but I'm not going to go through a whole thing just to get yeah. to one episode. Everyone loved the King Shark and Grog. Uh, you can still just watch the one episode. Well, I watched the crossover. But uh, there's still there's still a lot of. You know, we watch you the crossover. To, you episodes. have to watch the season to know that the reason that they they came up with the cure and all this stuff. Oh, yes, it's it's watching the crossover episodes is what I what I, I said. Watching the crossover episodes was really fun. It also reminded me why I don't watch any of these shows <laughs> because the Arrow episode was pretty much everyone tr- not trying not to tell Felicity or trying not to tell the rest of the team that Ollie and Felicity were separated. Right, and I'm like it was forty five minutes of that in this show. Like, come on, let's get to punching somebody. Um, <laughs> But I mean, Arrow has its place. It's it's a it's a front runner of all of this kind of stuff. It suffers uh, with a lot of shows. It'll do. Be after you to get see... to season five, season well, six, of, yeah, and that's why you start losing steam because I think the more just becomes the same thing over and over again. We, it, that's why procedurals do so well. Mm-hmm. Is because of procedural because you could you're doing the same story, but you're expected to do the same story. Right. Like, right. You didn't go into Law and Order going, boy, I hope it's a medical mystery tonight. <laughs> You know, or, or like, I wonder if they're going to go to Brazil. No, it's going to be a murder in New York that has two cops and two DAs get the bad guy. The <laughs> yeah. end. Um, when, when they did the Los Angeles show, though, they were in Los Angeles. So that's how they changed it. It doesn't matter where you are. They didn't do a Law and Order in L.A. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah it was one season for like really? six episodes. Yeah, wow. it, it sucked. And it canceled quickly. <laughs> I, know, I mean, SVU lasted longer than Law and Order. What was the other one? There's it was a criminal intent. CSI. Criminal intent. That was the one. No, I'm thinking of Law and Order Criminal Intent. Oh, yeah. That was the interesting one. That one didn't last very long either because mm-hmm. everyone got loved the salaciousness of SVU because mm-hmm. it was all about rape. Um, but Stephen, Stephen Amell makes the announcement on the video. He is, uh, I mean, obviously, he, he, he didn't keep it together yeah. the whole thing through. I mean, he was very emotional. But I mean, this is a huge chunk of his life. And yeah, sure. And and also, I think for him, he looks at it and go, "I don't know what I'm doing next." He's been in one film that we know of. That wasn't very good. That wasn't very good. <laughs> but I wish him and the people there, everyone that was attached to that show, in front of the camera, and most of the people behind the camera, except for one person, uh, yeah. they seem like good people. Yes. You know, Stephen Amell is. I always says like, this is a guy who loves being a TV star for all the right reasons. He's, he's a, a really genuine good person. He's yeah. a genuine person. He's well, he's also good. a really nice guy too. You that's wanna, what I mean. You want to see good things happen yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's that's what I mean. Is he's someone that you, you look at it and he's not. He loves being a TV star. He, he because of what it can do his outreach, but he also loves being a TV star. And, and you give him that because he's so good with everything else. Yeah. He's done a lot of philanthropy. He's but he's great generally grateful that, and he knows yeah. how special it is what he's going through right now. Uh-huh. You, know, you you can just tell that with the way he and the way he talks to his fans on Facebook and Twitter, it's just you you know and you see him interact with his daughter on on Facebook you know through his posts and stuff. He is the type of guy that if you walked up to him and he's walking you know he's sitting down to eat or something, he would probably say talk to you for five to ten minutes. No. Yeah. It just it just seems like a, a so. I think <laughs> I mean everyone there is fairly talented. Or really talented, and I think they'll find something. I think for, it's tough for someone like Stephen Amell that, as much as we don't typecast people, we still typecast people, especially when they're sure. 
You've had him for eight years playing the same character. You're like, where where are you going to see him next? Well, he's going to be that big buff cut guy. That's you know. He's always the cut buff cut. Yeah. He can go play. He can go uh, go be on Whiskey Cavalier with all the other people that used to play in other shows that people <laughs> right. people attach them to. Him and Andrew Lincoln and uh, Donnie Guerrero and uh, everybody else, everybody from Walking Dead <laughs> and Arrow and all those shows can go be in one show called "We're Not Those People." <laughs> so um, that would be funny. It's just a show. Just a we're not. We're not these people. That would be, that'd be an interesting people. sitcom. Like throw Andrew Lincoln. And and, uh, and just people from all these shows that are long running. It's like no a mockumentary, existing. like the office. It's not like a mockumentary. It's just they all live well, in the same it's house. Like Mark Hamill for and years. No one wanted to hire him because all they saw was Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, uh, Leonard Nimoy was famously very vocal about it. Oh yeah, about the fact that he yeah. never he never wanted to play Spock for more than like a season or two, and <laughs> luckily he got it. And then they did the movie, and he's like, oh crap. Wait, I want to I want to direct the second or the third one. Wait, you want me to come on to Next Generation? Okay, crap. Wait, you want me to still come in these new movies? Well, okay, his yeah, crap. I mean, he also his first autobiography was I Am Not Spock. Right. His second autobiography was I, I Am, Am Spock. Spock. <laughs> uh, which I actually read and he very much he he discusses his his problems with being associated as just Spock and how he went through it and he was very bitter and he was very angry and then he came to embrace it and a yeah. lot of it was William Shatner mm-hmm. who kind of went through the same thing and embraced it because he found out how much money there was oh, in yeah. embracing it <laughs> and he was like I don't have to work and then he went to be, you know do Boston Legal and do other things that people knew him for TJ Hooker what was that one show he did for like a season recently that he was the filthy mouth dad on oh my was god that fathers? existed yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I forgot about like that. fathers or or dad no, or something uh, like that. No, it was. Um, <laughs> it had it had a curse word in it. It was like because um, it was Boston Legal, wasn't it? He was. He, he did, did Boston he Legal. He did T.J. Hooker. He did. There was another one where T.J. He was, Hooker was early. He did Rescue Nine One One. Rescue Nine. Yeah, he was perfect for Rescue Nine One One. And then he did one where he was a principal or something at a school. I watched Rescue 911 religiously, Me too. waiting for the episode where the person actually dies, and then realized they're not going to show oh, that no. on TV. <laughs> there was one that was close. There was a, there was one at a football game where the kid had like a heart attack or yeah. something. And I thought I'm going through like maybe this is it. This sounds like this doesn't end well. I still remember the one that that always shook me was was a guy who crashed. He was in his truck, and he, like, ran off the road, and he had his two dogs with him, and one of the dogs died. And he was so upset as he said, she, you know, he's talking about his dog. She didn't deserve that. I killed her. She didn't deserve it. And I'm watching it. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> Bleep, my dad says. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, that's right. They did it off but the book. Was it off a book, or was it off a yeah. college? It was a college, uh, college humor one. Uh, feces, my dad said, was basically it was posts, yes, that became a book. Right. Because it was someone who was just like all the stuff that my dad says. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Idris Elba is replacing Will Idris Elba is replacing James Bond, <laughs> Will Smith. He's he's the next Godzilla. Yes. I don't know if you know he's that. He's the new Thor also. Uh, he's Han Solo in episode nine. <laughs> uh, and Luke Skywalker. And he's replaced Santa Claus. Idris Elba <laughs> comes to your chimney this Christmas. And he's also in that. This Christmas. And he's, he's in also the terrible in the... Fast and the Furious movie. Yes. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw, and this looks dumb. Oh and my, my god! My coworker is so excited for that movie because it's really? dumb. He loves them because they're stupid. And I said, "Look, there's stuff I love because it's stupid." Oh yeah. 
But that looks Riverdale. so stupid, totally, so stupidly stupid, beyond stupid, but doesn't want to be stupid because they want you to not think it's stupid that I can't watch. See, I hadn't seen the trailer yet until last night when oh, we were God, watching we watched Captain the Marvel. Right after, uh, <laughs> and right after the, the... You know what's even worse than watching that trailer? Watching that trailer with no sound because I'm in the theater. <laughs> they were showing the trailer when I watched Captain Marvel this morning and the sound cut out during the previews. <laughs> So it's like literally, it's just you see them on the screen, <laughs> and people can't see me doing this obviously on the podcast. But it's just them, no sound, no audio. That's where you just start MST3K, and then some. Uh, oh, it'd have been great to do that. Some Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron movie too. Got, nope, there's no audio in that one either. Why is Seth Rogen still doing movies? Because <laughs> he pay, he pays his way into them. He produces them <laughs> because he needs them for his pot. What is he producing that we were surviving? What there's some preacher. shows to it. Is it, well, I know it's preacher, but wasn't he doing something else? There was there was another show. We went. Seth Rogen's doing this one, and because it, it's totally not in something a vein yeah, that he it would was do. drama. Yeah. Well, what the hell was that? Because your house is possessed. <laughs> Oh, um, play with us. Red bro. What the hell are we talking about? Oh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. So, yes, Idris Elba is taking over the... Supposedly, supposedly. I don't think any of this has been confirmed. Supposedly taking over the role of Deadshot. No, it's in, been... It's actually been reported by Variety and lo- a lot of... But I think all of them are still saying reported sources. He has not he's, signed a he's contract. In yeah, he's, he's, I thought that movie was already shooting. No, because they want James Gunn to do it. And he hasn't... He's not it's, able to do it yet. It's what... Uh, because no, no, James of, Gunn is writing it. Birds of Prey or something. Isn't like... James Gunn is writing it for sure, and mm. they're trying to get him to direct right. it. Right. Yeah, but so there Har- are something... Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey are the ones that <laughs> that's shooting. Well, that's the thing. It should be shot. The interesting thing, you're like... Well, they are. All the articles is... Huh? Idris Elba's playing Deadshot and Suicide Squad. No word on who else is in the movie, and then there was. Right. Did you see those names? No. Oh my God! Hold on, let me find it. Sorry. Vamp I just, I just think the Idris Elba taking over the role of Deadshot—it's a good idea, but unless it's a better script, yeah, it's not going to be a good idea. No. What I want is Idris Elba to play Will Smith in Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh my God, that would be awesome! <laughs> Woo! Woo! I punched a hurricane. I punched a hurricane. Uh, Suicide Squad two exclusive. Me two characters. Me two characters. Okay, so. Writer direct well, it says writer director, James Gunn, but he's definitely writing it. It's such a funny rest of the uh, well, we haven't heard any names except for the obvious one below. We have one which characters expect to compromise the rest of the squad. Rewrite could change the as of round. Ratcatcher, <laughs> Polka Dot Man, Peacemaker, and Harley King Quinn. Shark. King Shark. No, these are all new characters. These are supposedly new characters for Suicide Squad, new people on it. Uh, well King Shark was in the new fifty two uh, first run. Yes. Of so when my coworker Sam told me this, he said, "Ratcatcher, who? <laughs> yeah. Polka dot, who? <laughs> Peacemaker, who? And King Shark." I'm like, I know that one. <laughs> and he looked at me. And said, you don't know the other three? And I said, No. And he was literally shocked. He said, "I'm shocked. You actually don't know who they are." Not in the way like I know who they are. He didn't know either. He was right. Like, but he's looked at me like I thought if anyone, if, if anyone, anyone knew I knew, who, these, knew DC who these people were, and I was like, Polka Dot Man, is that the villain from Marvel, the Daredevil? <laughs> is there's zero the dot? or a hold? Yeah, dot. It has the thing. That, yeah. Which is a Spider-Man villain too. Well, Spider-Man and Daredevil. Yeah. Well, he so was much. also part of 
No, that was no zero was uh, was Strife's teleport thing. Ratcatcher, aka Otis Flanagan, is a man of the DC Comics. Uh, although the Collider is reporting that his gender swap played by a woman. Ratcatcher is a super criminal, one of Batman's men enemies. She started out as an exterminator in Gotham City before turning to life of crime, aided by a small army of rodents. She can communicate with and control. She's also a fan of poisonous gas. I heard that. I'm like, that's the Rat King from Turtles. Yeah. Totally. So, or Pied Piper. Yeah. Uh, Polka Dot Man, a.k.a. Mr. Polka Dot, <laughs> is a Gotham City supervillain like Ratcatcher. Oh, my gosh. Batman. He grows multicolored polka dots on his body <laughs> that he can turn into fireballs and other weapons, even though for the most part he's embarrassed by his awkward ability. Did he show Did up he... in uh, Brave and Bold? I think so. Did he uh, used to be a clown at parties that was gone mad? <laughs> the Peacekeeper... <laughs> Peacekeeper, I think Peacekeeper, I've heard of. Peacekeeper, a.k.a. Christopher Smith, is an agent of peace whose motives are driven by an extremist form of pacifism that makes him love peace so much he would kill for it. <laughs> uh, and then, he of course, King Shark is... Is, is Peacekeeper is, kind of a Duke Nukem look? I have no idea. Uh, I think that's Peacekeeper. I'm showing a picture from the thing. That oh. might be it. He kind of looks like Bullet Man to me. I was oh, just going to say look, Bullet his Man. looks might, um, might go through. Uh, Peacekeeper is... Reportedly, as sources say, the character that Gunn wants for <laughs> to be played by Dave Batista. Uh, there are other loose ends to type up. Well, Harley Quinn reprise role, or Margaret Robbie replaces her as Scarlet Quinn. Wow. Nobody knows yet, and that's sort of the weird thing is like all the characters from the first one, except for Deadshot, don't seem to be in the film. I think if if Harley's in it, she's in it for five minutes, sure, to set up that there's a new team. Because you have Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, and there's supposedly a Harley Quinn movie at some point. Right. Or Gotham City Sirens, which they've on again, off again, canceled like 45 times. Because mm-hmm. nobody at DC knows what they're doing. Uh, well, doesn't sound like it's still with this good lineup. I like, the, if you're going to go in this direction, if you're going to remove yourself from characters that people sort of know, Boomerang, uh, other people in it that I don't remember who's on that team. Deadshot. <laughs> Deadshot. El Diablo. Del Diablo is, yeah. has a little bit of a name. He's a more recent character. Uh, and Enchant- Enchantress? Enchantress was in the in it, but she wasn't on the team. She was right. the villain. Is that her name? Enchantress? Isn't Marvel's Enchantress? There's two. There's a f- there's is there a, one for each? Because I, I know the action figure for Enchantress that they released with Thor Ragnarok, because he came with a Scourge, or she came with Scourge, right. is listed as Marvel's The Enchantress. Yeah. Enchantress? I can't say that word all of a sudden. Um... If you're going to go that route, then yes, pick the dumbest villains you can find. It's kind of like, but what, is it, it's Tom just King's, Gotham villains is all you can find. Well, it's it's yeah, because Batman has some of the stupidest villains on the planet. Sure, uh, <laughs> but he has less than the most villains. There's there's I mean there's a huge storyline in the 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 war jokes and riddles in Batman when Tom King's reading writing it in Rebirth is Kite Man. He plays an integral role in this whole thing, and part of it is, is like you're just a dude with a kite. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, why don't you pick somebody? I mean, go with like Mr. Freeze or something. Uh, I mean, not Mr. I, Freeze, I but I mean Captain Cold. What he's looking for <coughs> is that if he's going to do, if James Gunn is going to do this movie, he's going to make this movie to be just crazy. Yeah, I'm more interested in this film than if it was Captain Cold, Bring Back Boomerang. It's Will Smith or whatever. Woo! This is the sort of thing that, based on the trailer and the fact that James Gunn is doing it, because I don't, I, the Guardians films are not my favorite films of the Marvel one, but I do like them, especially the second one. I right. think he's good. Now, here's a question: Would you add a more known hero 
in that film. No, I think the villain needs or, to be or 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 I was gonna say or a villain. I'd love to see them do what they should have done for the first one and make the Joker the villain. That would be interesting. Um, or a couple villains. No, give me a villain. Just one. A villain should always be, give me a villain and a henchman. I mean, that's the thing. If you give me the Joker and you give me an interesting henchman that you create Bob. on your own, remember Bob? Yeah, I mean that, that's but that's it. There was the villains of of. The first Batman film, first Batman film, the the Michael Keaton Batman film, it's the Joker, but they give you a name to one of the henchmen, so it's it's recognizable, and he does stuff. And right. There's that ninja that he that that Batman kills by throwing off of a clock tower, but whatever. Um, I don't kill. Yeah, you did kill like four thousand oh, people. Not to he, mention when he drives he blows the... up all of the Roxxon plant with all the bad guys still in it. Uh, Roxxon. Wasn't it Roxxon? No. Roxxon. Roxxon is Roxxon. Uh, yeah, Marvel. Marvel too. They just, just melt these universes. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Acme? Was it the Acme Chemical It was Acme. Acme. That's stupid. Stupid work. Because that's where, in the first, in the Keaton one, that's how the Joker yeah. becomes the a Joker. Yeah, the Acme is, a, is a, the cartoon name now. Yes. Um, or no, Axis. Uh, no. It is Acme, isn't it? No. Why do you I ever put your Acme. phone away? <laughs> I don't it's, understand. Every two minutes, we look over and Ethan's reaching to his hip to take the phone out like it's a gun or something because he's trying to look it up. Uh, I, I'll i be honest. I would actually be shocked if this is true because it doesn't feel like anything Idris Elba would play. Yeah. If he, if he doesn't want to do Pacific Rim 2, why would he be doing Suicide Squad? Well, maybe because of James Gunn. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, I mean, he did three... Um, he did three... three Thor films. Yes, but the Thor films were good. <laughs> Suicide Squad sucked. Although it did make more money than Justice League. So what do I know? Right. And a lot of people liked it better than Justice League. I don't know anyone that likes that film. Beth walked out of it enjoying I don't know it. anyone who counts that really liked that <laughs> But then, as, as time has gone on, and she's seen it more than once now, going... It's like the Why second, did I like this It's like film? the second time you see Transformers Ace 3. Chemicals. Ace Chemicals. Ace, that's, that's what it is. Uh, it's like the second or third time you watch Transformers 3 and you go, why did I like this the first time? <laughs> There's first some time. elements in this like, I know I liked, but yeah. As when a you whole, walk in any Transformers movie, you go, why No, I? I still like the first one. I still think the first one holds up. Really? Yeah. Because I went back and I watched the first one and I went, uh, this is not as good as I thought I like, it was. I, like, I still like the first one. The first one's fun. Um, the hell are we talking about? Idris Elba. Wait, yeah, no, this thing. So, oh, uh, so, so no. When I when I said that Beth doesn't count, it always reminds me of a story. When my friend Joe was dating uh, somebody named Sarah, and we were talking about something, and he said it would be like this, and and where he would say, "Well, Sarah liked that movie," and he literally stops himself and says, "But." Also, Sarah's favorite movie is Ernest Goes to Camp. So, and I was stuck in my head forever because he qualifies it. You know, it's like me saying, ah, I don't like that show on TV. Yeah, but you watch Riverdale. So, what's wrong with you? Although I watched Riverdale in a year and a half, but uh, well, you didn't put that in there. What? The 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 heartthrob of the world. Oh, the, the I, I should put that with uh, when we get to the end. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I guess I guess the answer would be is, is the sort of thing that that Idris Elba in the movie. Did you see Suicide Squad? I did. Did you go and see it? I did. We, well, you would. You would <laughs> Beth went and saw it with us. Well, yeah, yeah. You just said that. <laughs> yes, I should have known that. Um, does Idris Elba being in in? No, because James. It, it doesn't matter whether Idris Elba's in. If James Gunn does it, you're gonna go see it. 
You're gonna go see I it. would prefer, well. If James Gunn did it, you're going to go see it. Most likely. Yeah. Yes. So it doesn't matter. It'd be interesting to know if anyone, because like, I couldn't care whether he did it or not. We should have asked Beth. She just walked in. She would. She, she had been perfect. Because she didn't like the first one. I mean, she liked the first one and went and saw it, but didn't like it after that. Yeah, but she doesn't want to talk to us. <laughs> um, so uh, Bob Iger uh, said that all the Disney princes, well, didn't say all the Disney princesses. I just used that as you know, kind of an intro. But he did say that all of the Disney films will be on Disney+. Plus. All the classic films. Cla- well, yes. He didn't say all because there's no way they're putting Song of the South on Disney+. Plus. I so wish they would put it. Nope. There's no way. That movie doesn't hold up either really, at all. No, it doesn't, because it's massively racist. <laughs> well, Dumbo is the same thing. Dumbo's not as racist as Song of the Oh, those, those crows are pretty bad. And it may not be Dumbo. You may not see Dumbo either. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Like, But if you're, if you're going to talk about the crows, then you might as well say that we should get rid of episode one because of the Nemodians. Sure. So, or, or Jar Jar. Transformers 2. <laughs> For the two, yes. the two Transformers that I have a very inappropriate name for. <laughs> um, well, there's a lot of... I've heard that from other people, too. Um, I was watching uh, Twisted Sister, uh, We're Not Gonna Take It Anymore, video. Mm-hmm. I forgot how that video opened. It opens with a dad... It opens with two racist robots. No, but it, it opens with a dad basically verbally abusing his son... For liking rock and roll and all this stuff, and just that's everything from the eighties. Oh my gosh! I was like, "There's no way this can ever fly." (laughs) Listen to Beastie Boys' "Fight for Your Right" party. Oh yeah. I mean, all the parents are in the right, but you listen to it now, like, oh, those they're just authoritarians trying to keep them from their nudie magazines. Um, but it was kind of refreshing to see that all the the well, here's uh, the the majority of those, like Bob Iger saying yes. So the the vault ones, but. What no one was reporting on is the actual quote is basically in time. It, well, yes, it's not a drop. I mean, I, it'd be great if it was. It may, it may be, but it may not be. He's left himself open to the day that it comes out. We put Snow White, and then two months later, we're dropping Cinderella, and then yeah. two months later, we're dropping Bambi, and two months later, we're dropping. You know, instead of just dropping them all. But yes, well, once can't... they're on there, it seems like they're not taking them off, which right. is. You know, they've made a big deal of They're that. They're not vaulting them. They're not vaulting them. Yeah. But they haven't done the vault as much or made such a big deal of it lately because so much of this stuff, one, is pirated everywhere. And two, it's you've done enough of them lately that releasing Bambi now is not a big deal. It's more of an anniversary thing instead yeah. of a vault thing. Um, it's interesting to go in and look through all the Blu-ray ones and they're like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen these in forever. Yeah. Uh, but... You can't start their streaming service out with only the the movies slash TV shows that came out in the first part of 2019, which is what they originally what said. They said. Well, and that's why I'm saying I don't think we see them at launch. I think you'll have a block of them. I don't think we will. I if, think if they've said at the beginning that we're going to release just the stuff from 2019 or forward, because again, there may be contracts in other places. Some of those, I don't know if the the, the reason was, but there's Pixar ones all over Netflix. Sure. So, but there's also yeah. I mean, most of the distribution now that they're doing is through Buena Vista, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if you if you wouldn't see Snow White, Cinderella, Little Mermaid, 
Beauty and the Beast, Bambi, Fox and the Hound, and a couple, a couple more. The first. I just day. want to know if they put the, the the Robin Hood on there because man, I used to watch that movie <laughs> all the time. That one will be on there because they are doing a new animated TV series based around Robin Hood. Well, now it's going to be like Robin Hood the Girl or something. No. <laughs> No, um, I don't even know. I didn't have my finger on it. But no. Uh, Your house is possessed. I know. Because Arabella went out for uh, the part of a rabbit princess in it. But it is going to have Robin Hood as Robin, the fox, Maid Marian. It's going to be all of the characters. I almost don't want that because I just love that movie so much. Yeah, I know. I was surprised that they were doing it. But yeah. you got to do Robin Hood because everyone does Robin Hood. Oh, the, the, the new Robin trailer, Hood. The honest trailer dropped for that in Edgerton or whatever Robin Hood movie, and it was hilarious. Yeah, oh, I went to watch that the other night, and I was like, oh, I don't Why? know. I don't know, because it's Robin Why Hood. Why do you hate your, own, your free time? I, I love Robin Hood. I love the story of Robin Hood. I love Robin Hood, too, but I don't... That's the sequel. Um, <laughs> I love Robin Hood, too. Well, once, once I saw what the Russell Crowe Robin Hood was supposed to be? Yes. was the story of the Sheriff of Nottingham? Correct. Fascinating. And I was like, oh, now I never want to see that movie again. Because I'll watch it like, why did you ruin it? Yeah. Why did you just give me another damn Robin Hood story? Yep. So, Mark Hamill slammed Star Wars this week. Nope. And everybody no freaked out. Nope. It's not a lie Sorry. in the sense the, of that he, the, had, he had a criticism... Or an opinion, and it's one that he's expressed before. But it wasn't but even that all of bad. The, that's what I'm saying. This the title of the article. All the title of every article. Oh, sure. Here's the thing: he, it, because it's a new interview, and he kind of reiterates his. I didn't agree with the choices that were made by Ryan Johnson to do with with Luke Skywalker. Okay, we've heard that before. Right. And he said it would have been nice to have Han and Luke see each other. But he the said way he thought that, it was a mistake not to. He said he thought it was a mistake. Okay. But it's, he's not writing it. And right. it led to, you know, the ideas that... One, I, one of the ones I saw was Disney Lucasfilm... Mark Hamill feels Disney Lucasfilm hornswoggled him out of reunion yeah. with Harrison Ford. And, like, he's got a phone. Right. He can call Harrison at any time. They sat um, down for the, for the yeah, first read together. He was there for the, for the 40th anniversary yeah. uh, panel. And now you know why Mark Hamill read all the stage direction for episode. <laughs> but they, that's the point. And the thing that drove me crazy more than as much as anything else, what drove me crazy more than anything else was the headlines. Because the sensationalist headlines for something. And it's like, you, you guys have no idea what tone and is. No, and there, you and tell which people right didn't of, read the article. Geeky, and actually... geeky memes or whatever was finally, there was three in a row. And I read it and I was like, you don't know what words you're using. Well, you do. You're making them sensational and it's driving me crazy. And I finally just got rid of them on Facebook because I said, your headlines are BS. Right. But it started that thing again as Kathleen Kennedy killed Han Solo. None of you have seen a single interview with J.J. Abrams about writing episode seven Mm -hmm. because every interview is him saying... We were going through the script. He tells the story. I, it goes back to one thing is that I'd love to see Michael Arndt's script. Yeah. For oh, episode yeah. seven. Yeah. Someday I want someone to steal that script and put it somewhere so that we can see what his idea was for episode seven. But J.J. decides he he's going to write person. it. Now, J.J. Abrams <laughs> tells the story of the, the, the progression of the script was he was trying to write Luke Skywalker into like the end of the first act. And then, as he said in his own words, it just became a Luke story and it never felt right. Right. Because it took everything away from Ray and Finn and the characters he was, in, he was already introducing. Well, it's hard not So, it, as he started to write the second script or, or the, the later drafts, 
it, he had the thing that it differentiated, say, differentiate itself from the original trilogy and everything along with it was to have that sacrifice for a character that people actually cared about. And people also argue it's the mirror of Ben Kenobi. Right. It's the same thing. If you build on the bones of episode four, that's the Kenobi moment. But when you first see Kenobi, you didn't care about him. You're watching there like, oh, that guy got, that guy yeah. dies. Okay. You didn't have 20 years in your head of going, Han Solo gives me a gigantic boner and he watches his son put a lightsaber through his heart. Um, but it's not Kathleen Kennedy. And that's the, it, I just, exactly. I'm so tired of that story by these toxic man babies who didn't get their Star Wars screaming, Kathleen Kennedy killed my Han Solo. No, you know what killed Han Solo? The door. <laughs> the door that landed on Harrison Ford as he walks off and goes, I don't want to do this anymore. And then he tried, I mean, he tried to crash his own plane. <coughs> Twice. The man is trying to commit suicide. Like, come on. He doesn't want to do these films anymore. Um, it wasn't Kathleen's choice. No. It was Kathleen's choice to let J.J. write the script. Yes. And that's it. And that's the script that they put in and she trusts the people that are there to make billion dollar films you morons so and the slams part of it just drives me crazy and that he's been hornswoggled and you didn't understand he's an actor he understood it well completely. and he said that he said you know i'm an he actor said it they pay celebration. me to come and do a part not celebration because there was no celebration last year where was it? it was whatever interview he did after that that kind of thing came out because it was yeah a, it was after the 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 blu-ray release or whatever because it's in his original quote is in the director and the jedi the the, the um the documentary of the making of last yes. jedi where he says that i don't i didn't agree with this and he had a capacity he didn't agree with it but in the hands you, you don't see the scene at the end of the director and the jedi where he says i'm glad we did this because this was so different right and he can still now feel like well yeah that kind of sucks i kind of wish and, and i know fans felt that way you never got the three of them together and if you notice None of the three of them get to see each other. Oh, no, that's not right because Han and Leia obviously see each other. Luke does not get to see Luke. Luke does, Luke not does have ne a reunion never with sees Han at all. physically Han or Leia. He gets together. To see, to get, yeah, exactly. Well, no, oh, he no, never gets to see. Right. He never gets to physically be next to Leia. Right. He ends up being able to communicate with her finally because that's the big part of that scene. Is the fact not? It's not even that he's not physically. He hasn't talked to her in right. God knows how many years. She's the one trying to find him. Um. And, and so that moment, it's to me, is so much more poignant because that's where he realizes he screwed up. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point of his story is he screwed up and he does whatever he can do at the end when he finally, you know, <laughs> after he Yoda tells Yoda, him to stop basically yeah, being a baby and stop being a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> stop doing what I did. Ran away. Yeah. And I can't go back. And this is the only way I can do it. And even if it kills me, and it does, and I sacrifice myself to, to let my sister continue to have the resistance mm -hmm. that's made up of 10 people on a Millennium Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> this is all that's left. It's a good thing this ship isn't too small, but it's not very big. Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge. Is opening May 29th. 31st. 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 August 29th at Disney World. August 29th. That's what it is at Disney World. But so it's opening about two to three weeks earlier than the predictions were. That correct. It's going to be mid June. But it only will have one in, major ride. One major ride, and if you want to get in, you're going to a lottery. Yes. You have to make reservations, and no reservations guaranteed. Correct. It's going to be fascinating. To Which, see. like I said earlier, you won't be able to get into it until March 2020. <laughs> well, no. It, it, the likely thing, and from people that kind of, you know do this for a living they said more than likely by the end of the year that reservation service will be gone did you see how many days socal passes socal uh 
um, pass holders get in the month of June in both parks combined. Why well, have a Select? We never have June anyway. They took, yeah. our, they took our first week away. You it? had the first week. Yeah. Remember they said that there were going to be 19 days. Last year there were 19 days in the month of June in California. We didn't have June. There's three. But our pass didn't have June. Yeah, our pass, our, no. My pass. My SoCal Select pass. I had the same year, one last year. Last year had five days in June. It had the first five weekdays in June, and that was it. No, it had four. It only had four. Uh, it, had, it ended up having 19 because they ended up giving two extra weeks. Well, I don't remember that. Uh, we went because the last time we went was the first week of June. What The SoCal Select Pass thing is interesting because the first time when they released the calendar for September, they didn't give you any days for Disneyland, and now they do. They give you all of them except well, then all of them. They give you Monday through Thursday, all of September. Mm-hmm. You see, we, when we we've had the select for after Arabella got into like first or second grade, we dropped down to the select because we weren't going as much because she couldn't you know mm-hmm. take off whenever. So we always had I I know we always had the first week of June because of her birthday. We always I've had went the, on her I've birthday. I've had the select for three years. We've always had the first week of June, mm-hmm. which is now gone, and we have the last week of August, which is now right. gone. The rumor was, and the first time that Disney put up an official date or calendar for September was we didn't have anything in September. It was all DCA. I looked at it last week or the week before, and in September, we have the Monday through Thursday again. Yes. Do I think because they're definitely doing the lottery system, they don't care how many people show up. Correct. Because they'll throw you, you know, whether you can go in or not. It's more of, it's going to be interesting to see... Of the 200,000 people that are expected to show up on opening day, that two-thirds of them are not going to get in. Right. Unless it's basically – what they should do for the first month is not let anybody go on any rides. Just walk them through the land as a, as a thing. Just like go like this. You know, just, just – you can walk in from the, the north side or whatever and you follow the, the Disney employees – it's almost like you know the sides where the where when this parades on where they make you walk in a straight. You ride they a don't tram let you stop. just through it. Pretty much, yeah. Because like uh, at this point, like I just want to see it. That's well, all see, I want to do. I, that's what I said. I told Beth. I said I don't care about going on the rides right away. I just want to go. I, I'd sit love in to go land. see it, but I'm really. I, I would go sit in the my, cantina, you know, or the shops. I resigned myself from the moment it was announced to know. They're probably not going to see it for the first four or five months that it exists. Yeah. And I'm fine with that because it's not like it's going away. Well, I was almost seeing it this week, but. Yeah, finish that thought. So, anyways, uh, Lord of the Rings will be set in the second age. Uh, That is Lord of the Rings' Amazon show. Yeah, we, it was a prequel. I'm so glad that they're doing it. And, well, uh, when you thought of prequel, people thought, you know, Prequel, you know, it was going to be right. You know, it wasn't going to be. A, there already a is a age. prequel. It's called The Hobbit. I know, really, <laughs> and it's terrible. <laughs> but I, I'm glad that they're going into a whole different age. Well, yeah, it's, it's stupid to tell the same story. Remember when yeah. the rumor was that it was just going to retell the story of the three films? Right. Like, well, that's dumb. That was stupid. That doesn't make any. That doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? Why would you set yourself up against three of the greatest films that's ever been made? Yeah. No. It was like, if they said, you know what, Disney bought Star Wars, and the first thing they're going to do is redo the original trilogy. Whoa. I know. But see, <laughs> it's going to be with young, hip actors. There's not a lot that's been told about the Second Age. There's a lot of, that's been outlined, 
Well, that's Tolkien's mastery. He built this world in these... In, the DCs in the, the Lord of the Rings are insane. Right. I remember sitting at Borders reading them, mostly because I wanted to find out what the hell happened to Faramir and e and uh, Eowyn. Yeah. Because they, they were two of my favorite characters, and they just sort of like, eh. And in the extended edition, you have a quick scene where they see each other. Like, oh, they actually, they, they get married, and they, they put the, they're the ones that put the houses together. Right. And I was like, this is awesome. It'll be nice. Oh, to, it'll, it'll be nice to see some of those, some of the houses and things like that, actually starting to, you know, it come makes together. me much more interested into seeing whatever it is. We see Helm's Deep maybe getting built. You can do a lot in the Second Age that isn't. I mean, like watching the pre, watching the prequels for Star Wars, you know where it goes. Right. Almost every character in in that you're like, well, I know what happens to this character. Yeah. So there's no stakes in it. There you can. You know, you know. Well, well, we know they don't blow up the whole world, yeah. but other than that, I don't know what happens to any of these characters. Just hopefully, hopefully, it's not just Game of Thrones. I mean, I have a feeling it's going to be in a way because you're going to have. I just, I don't want a first season of no battles. I don't. I don't need a first season of. Well, the fact that they're spending what, battles a billion dollars them. on this series. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There are no battles. You yeah. don't get to see anything. It's just oh no, the Lannisters are coming to kill us. Army walking this way, hey, the, the them from the south, and then the end of the episode. And the next that one, the next one, yeah, the next one is uh, <laughs> wow. That, what is, that what's, what's the what's what's his, what's Rob right? The, the Rob the Stark, son? yeah. And he goes, wow, that sucked. That was crazy. Can't believe we had to retreat. Like what? What the hell just happened? We captured. Well, the Jamie fact Lannister. that they're spending a billion dollars on this TV series makes me feel like they we'll have enough see. money to uh, to create some battles. So, um, I wonder if not getting <laughs> now trying to spend more money to figure out where they're going to have a fulfillment center on the East Coast is like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't spend as much money on these TV series. We spend a couple of <laughs> because New Yorkers don't, don't think, want good stuff. Yeah. I don't think it's a problem with when Amazon made a eleven billion dollars in profit last year. So it's all good. Yeah, but that's if you're going to spend a billion, that's one eleventh of your profit. On one thing, that seems if that turns into another ten billion dollars profit for them. Well, I don't know because that's the thing: is how do you profit off of it on a service that most people already have? Like, this is something I'll probably end up adding Amazon Prime anyway at some point. It's just I'm being stubborn about it because I'm an idiot. But that's definitely like if you said, "Oh, it starts next week." Yeah, I better get Amazon Prime because I really this is one of the few things I'm actually kind I'm of. I'm sure there's to a lot see. of people like you too who haven't signed up for it. It doesn't seem like it. I don't know anybody Amazon, else that doesn't have Amazon Prime outside of my family. Amazon Prime, it it just of all of the streaming service services that's tied together, Amazon Prime offers you the best one because it gives you good quality shows, and then you also get. Free shipment on anything you order. That's the, well, that's part of my mm. stubbornness is I don't order a lot of stuff from Amazon. I'm not. An but Amazon you might person. end up. Oh, but when you sign up for Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, then I'm looking all the time. I to be honest, I was the same way until I signed up for Amazon Prime. Now I'm like, oh, I'll just buy it on Amazon and wait. Two well, days. there's also there's also the fact that Amazon <laughs> is killing the industry I work in, so it's a little bit of a I don't know. It's like today, Ethan. I asked Ethan to go find me some bolts because I could. They didn't have them at uh, our Home Depot. For, to mount the TV. And he was like, I found two, but they're not exactly the right ones. 
And uh, I said, that's okay. I just ordered them on Amazon. <laughs> They'll be here Monday. <laughs> no, it's crazy. But and, you know, we have a fulfillment center right here. And uh, yeah, there's one in Northridge too. Because yeah. if I hit the if I hit the light at Tampa and Nordoff at the right time, there's 40 vans that go past me. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> they sat there once and it was like. All the they're, they're gray Amazon things just going just going uh, westbound on Nordoff. Like whoa, what, what is this stop? And then it's the weird ones where in the middle, it's like a white beater van with the thing called of spray painted or whatever on the side. It's basically like they ran out of vans. You know, they went to the fleet service and they're like, we only have a hundred. Well, we need a hundred and ten. Go buy ten vans off of a used lot and we'll just sticker it on the side. Where's that Chevy lot right yeah. down the street? Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> so. I hate to end things on a bad note or a low note. Um, well, it's better than starting the show. I know. <laughs> the guys of the Puck Podcast always have this thing, too, because it, it, uh, they're kind of remembrance things at the end of the second period. And someone says, why do you do it at the end? It's like, well, it would, be, it would be worse to do it at the beginning. Yeah. Unless it's somebody huge, like this, this week, Ted Lindsay died. Uh, and Ted Lindsay is a, uh, is a integral part of the NHLPA in existence. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a big story that's in the beginning. That would probably be at the beginning of their second period because it's a news story. There we go. There we go. Oh, goodness. So, yes, it's a thing where it's just like, where else do we put it? We put it at the end. And then Rich screws up the end. You know, we'll screw up the Go to our Facebook page where we don't do anything. And go to so, our Twitter where we don't do anything. We lost Luke Perry this week from 90210 and Riverdale. Among other things. Among other things. You almost forget for half a second that there was a Buffy movie. Yes, there was. And I, they showed a picture of it, and it took me like an hour to remember who the actress was. Really? Yeah. I was like, I don't remember her name. I, I knew he was in it. I was like, what is her name? I don't remember her name either. I know she was big like in the 80s. She though. was big. When that movie, she was huge. Yeah. Um, but he, yes, Luke Perry died. He had a stroke last yeah, weekend. Massive stroke. Massive stroke. Was in a coma for a day and a half, and then passed away on Monday. I didn't realize they said that he was a very heavy drinker still. Really? Yeah. And they said that that was what contributed. Well, he's doing Riverdale. What do you want? Yeah. It's got to be. But he's one of those people, uh, I mean, sure, he's still drinking, but not a single person at any point, not just, you know, after he died, everyone came like, oh, he was great. But everyone was like, his entire life, he's just a... He's just a dude. He's yeah. just a guy. He's a nice guy. He was a nice guy. Loved he, was, him. he was great to fans. He was great to mm-hmm. the staff. And, and to see some of the actors and actresses, and especially the producers on Riverdale, be like, he wasn't just Archie's dad. He was these kids' dad. Right. Mm-hmm. He was the dad to every, all of these, you know, 19 to 25 year old kids that are going through what he went through 25 exactly. years ago. Yeah. You know, because within that set, you know, for us, we don't care. But within that set, these four or five actors and actresses who are on this show that are on Riverdale are ginormous. Right. You know, they're they're rock stars for these kids and young the adults and stuff like that. And it's just kids. what happened with, with Luke Perry when yeah. he showed up and everyone's like, oh, he's... And it's funny to have people like, yeah, he was the bad boy. And I was like, Luke Perry's never been a bad boy. Like, he, he shows up and, yes, he was the bad boy of my boy based against Jason Priestley. Yeah. You know, well, that's or, because that's he had the leather jacket. Yeah. And the he rode a motorcycle <laughs> yeah. for half a second. Um, I will always remember Luke Perry as Sideshow Luke Perry. Uh, in the words of Krusty, his worthless half brother. You know Luke Perry? Know him? He's my worthless half brother. Played in, in the comeback show, and he gets shot out of a cannon because he makes a he makes the balloon animal. He makes it a carousel. I made a 1957 working carousel. And then so for the show, they shoot him out of a cannon, and 
<laughs> he goes through a glass factory. My face, my face, my beautiful, valuable face. <laughs> and then he lands in a pillow factory. And uh, and then it goes to the wide shot, and they blow up the pillow factory as demolition, yeah. <laughs> and it falls. And he's the kind of person that was willing to poke fun at himself for the type of person, the type of role mm. that he was. Sure, uh, talking about somebody got played. typecast. Yeah. You know, it was someone that that because what did he play in in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the cool hip rebel dude? Uh, but yeah, it seems like a great and it's it's a weirdly personal collection to me because my father suffered a stroke in 2016 and we luckily didn't lose him. He's still alive, and yeah. although he has you know diminished capacities in some things, it's like that's the type of thing. This week I was very appreciative of the fact that he was still here, and unfortunately Luke wasn't. He was not old at all. No, mm-hmm. but who was? He was old. 52. Yeah. Jan Michael Vincent so Jan- of Airwolf fame. So yesterday, people started posting all these things about Jan Michael Vincent. Uh, R.I.P. And I'm looking at seventy-four and died of uh, cardiac arrest. So I'm looking at all of this. I'm going through my feeds and I'm seeing people post. And I was like, "Is it his birthday? Oh, wait, is this the anniversary of? Wait, he died today. I thought he was dead." <laughs> I had I no clue he was still alive. It was I'm looking at you know my my boss's wife posted something about him you know like he was such a heartthrob when he was younger and everything yeah some movie he was in and and the stuff that was going through and then somebody else was like I, you know, I fell in love with him with Airwolf and then his problems and his drinking and his drugs and like, he was a, he was a case man oh yeah he had he had he had, he had, he had demons all over the place that he never really conquered and then the next one is about Airwolf again the next one's about this and the next one's about this and I'm going why are so many people posting about him. Because I'm just kind of seeing just the first of the feed. You know, I didn't hit the read more or whatever. And then finally got to the TMZ report or whatever. Jan Michael Vincent dead of a heart attack at 74. I went, he's still alive? I didn't realize he was still alive. I thought he's been dead for like 10 years. I could not believe he was still alive. I thought he I, died I, like I, a I decade either, ago. As soon as I saw it, started seeing those things, all I could think of, all I could hear was the, the, the airwolf theme. When I was a kid, my brother and I both made a tape when you used to so you had cassette tapes kids it was these this plastic thing and it had tape inside of it to record and i put it in a, in a recorder and you yeah there it is and so we taped a bunch of themes right off the television oh yeah and the nerd that i am i put them in alphabetical order <laughs> <laughs> i would spend months to do like a team and then stop and then do airwolf and then stop and then do whatever, and but that one was my friend Justin was obsessed with Airwolf. Oh, I loved Airwolf. Obsessed with it, and uh, I liked Airwolf, but I was someone because I saw the movie Blue Thunder. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to. But so we went to we went to the drive-in to see something else, and then we ended up. I watching, saw Blue Thunder. I saw Blue, Blue Blue Thunder in the movies, and it was an R-rated film. Uh-huh. And I was a kid, and my mother was like, "Oh, wait, this is R." And it wasn't super R, but fact, there were some seeds. There so was I some, was yeah. always I was always a Blue Thunder guy because the Blue Thunder design to me was better because it looked like a Huey Cobra and and all the stuff that was there and it wasn't real helicopter. And Airwolf, when you found out that Airwolf's a real helicopter, like it right. flew over once, like oh my god, it's Airwolf. But the stupid jet thing, yes. and like the rotors go well, backwards it had and the it turbo. turns into a jet. Yeah, the <laughs> it turbo. Had the, it had the Knight Rider turbo. And it had forty five rockets in that yeah. three rocket thing. They blew up the same. Uh, the the same, same building, H6 yeah. over yep. and over again. That yep. same Kiowa chopper yep. exploded, <laughs> and it was like the, the the you know the the jet rangers 
the Kiowa choppers that the police use or whatever, they would be, and they would always have a rocket on the side. Yeah. It looked like the Fang from GI Joe. Yeah. It was Ernest Borgnine in the back. I had no idea who yeah. Ernest Borgnine was. My parents knew him from uh, uh, Mikhail's Navy and other yes. places like that. So my parents knew who Ernest Borgnine was and the, the Magnificent Seven and all that. So I'm watching it, and my dad likes it because Ernest Borgnine's in it, and I'm like, who the hell is Ernest Borgnine? <laughs> and again, Ernest Borgnine. All, Dead, right? Yeah. Am I right without? Okay. I think so now. Ernest Borgnine plays the the surrogate father in a in a beautiful uh, the uh, the junior woodchucks or whatever scouts in the Simpsons episode. That show is so dumb. There was, oh oh god, you go back and watch it. Horrible. <laughs> you know, it's an absolutely horrible. And they were because it was such a it was everything you wanted in an eighty show when you were a kid. They have like a volcano uh-huh. layer. They're on the run from the government. The girl working for them is like she's sort of in love with him, but it was not. A typical eighty super show. hot. And the was the government agent had an eye patch, right? Yes. Oh my god! It, just, it know, was just every, like clicking off boxes. What are the kids at the trip. elementary school like? It. Hey kids, you like eye patches? Yeah. Click every trip oh, you can get. Was in it. That show was. But he was he was an interesting looking dude. Yeah. Girls loved him. But yeah, this is a dude who had. A lot of problems. <laughs> I thought he was already dead. <laughs> like when, when when White Chocolate posted it, I put under it. I was like dot dot dot, and then the space dot dot dot, and the space dot dot dot, and then I put the, like the. Uh, I thought he'd been dead for like ten years. <laughs> like I just thought he was. I don't mean to be laughing. I feel bad for his family and the people that he knew. But at the same time, the only thing I can think of through that whole thing yesterday was going. God, I thought he was already dead. I had no idea. Um, was there a celebrity we had a couple of months ago that we swore was there dead? There was a couple. Look it up. I think over the time <laughs> we were like, of the oh no, show. they're still alive. Because I think there, isn't there a website? Yes. For that, like yes. you know, you put in like Carol Channing still alive or whatever. So I went through the last couple of weeks. A real quick tangent at the end of Airwolf made me think of especially the theme of Airwolf. Um, I went through and read Ready Player One and Armada again. Oh, I know I, I do it annually now, um, but no, no, you're doing it aneurysmically. <laughs> Because your brain is literally going to shut off. But it's gonna, you're going to be reading it, and your brain's going, "Nope, click." One of the things about Armada is he has a raid the raid the a raid the arcade tape mix that Say he that has <laughs> for you know his his Iron Eagle style you know radio that or that he listens to while he's. Fo- now you talk about another movie that's super dumb, but I still love it. It's Iron Eagle. I man. love Iron Eagle. Iron Eagle. Can Iron you Eagle to made the... every kid when you were in elementary school think that you could be 16 years old and get an F-16 and blow up the Russians. Do you oh, remember that's... the theme song? Never say die. Iron Iron Eagle. Oh yeah, dude, I listen to that all the time. Oh my gosh, I've that... and then it's never say die, and then the mm. chorus in the background screams die, and then as I got older, I'm like. He just told you not to say that. Right. right. <laughs> the song should have been never say Iron Eagle. Have you seen the – do you remember the video? Mm-hmm. Lou Gossip Jr. is in the video where he's training the band members that are singing the song to fly jets. So at the end they have the, the Thunderbirds fly over at, that's supposedly them. But the song, oh my god, it's such a classic 80s song. And I'm listening to this as I'm driving home the other day. And all I can think of is – my car is now a jet fighter, and I'm weaving in and out of traffic. I'm like, this is awesome. Trying to get another ticket. <laughs> this is awesome. I, the, Sorry, officer, it's just an air wall. Just, the, the, the theme songs in the 80s were so utterly synthesized mm-hmm. and all rock. Yeah. You know, and they were just, you know, it's, it's like when you go back and watch Transformers, the, you know, the movie, the animated one. That never stops. <laughs> 
Cash music I remember we, had, we hadn't seen that movie in 20 years or whatever. White Chocolate, Jared and I rented it one night. We go to White Chocolates and we put it on and we're halfway through and Jared goes, oh God, the music never stops. Like, there's, no, there's no just dialogue at any point. If you want to get pulled over, get uh, Moby did a remix of the James Bond theme. Oh, uh, I did 92 miles an hour in my El Camino in that car. Listening to that once, looked down and went, oh crap. Why is my car shaking? I'm doing 92 on the 23. I better not do that anymore. Uh, weave through traffic too. That's it's a great song to weave through traffic. Yeah. If you play it when you're stuck in traffic, your brain will explode. I'm like I'm sitting here. I was listening to that and a couple other on these songs on there that you know there's some Queen songs and some ACDC and stuff that are a part of it. And I'm like I want to play a flight simulator right now because you're just it's that type of tempo that you just want to be out Did there you see dog the video of that like freestanding simulator game thing it's basically a pod on on stilts and it goes completely. oh yeah 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 i'm watching this kid play and i'm like i would have barfed in that thing after two seconds i mean it does mm-hmm. a full spin it, it does a full loop it's insane yeah. i'm watching this going tangent time part eight i'm how no i got it was bad enough sitting in the pod of the stupid the star, star wars, wars pod one once you, when you're flying it yourself, it's fine. But that first scene, I did the hot scene, and the, the snow speeder comes up, and you're not in control of it. And I'm like, oh, nope. <laughs> so I looked over to the side, like, I can't watch this scene until once you have the controls, you're like telling your mind, like, yeah, I know where I'm going. Which you don't know. <laughs> you're right. Top machine's gonna kill me. It's that butter right. on top. I, know, I keep watching the butter, butter thing. I'm just like, <laughs> all right, we're we're talking video games now. Let's get wrapped up. See if we can get over into Dave and Buster's. All right, guys. Uh, anything else? Nope. No, I think that's it. <laughs> All right, so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com where we actually put stuff up this past week. And we've been You're slowly. Welcome. Yeah, <laughs> I put a couple things. <laughs> what is this we you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just me and you at this point. <laughs> so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next week.